Back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 and DJ Dips is here with me. Dammit is out there somewhere doing something else. Uh, whatever it is that Dammit does, bro. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> he is that dude. So we give him that free range to just kill everything he gets on. Um, we're in beautiful, beautiful San Antonio, Texas, right? We came down for the Art of War event thrown uh, um, by Omar uh, from the Mighty Zulu Kings. So we came down here, me and uh, DJ Havoc, DJ Dips, and Damn It came down here. Uh, so what? Bear, skew. Oh, Bear and Skew, and uh, we're, 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 we're on through the crowd in a little bit. Uh, before we pres- before we introduce our very special guest, we got to pay a couple of bills. Wake the flock up dot net. You're gonna find interviews like this one, interviews like DJ Revolution, Abstract Rude, uh, Planet Asia, Medusa, Acrobatic. Um, who else we got on there? We got DJ uh, DJ Havoc. DJ Havoc is on there too. Go ahead and go check us out. Uh, dig through. You got some really dope interviews. Really uh, glad to make it happen. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also on SoundCloud on iTunes. And coming up next month on iHeartRadio, we'll have our own iHeart channel. And um, we made it. We've been officially picked up by every single outlet that I've been uh, wanting to get us picked up by, uh, excluding Pandora. And they're working on their podcast channels now and you better believe we're going to be on that you know it is hot as shit today it's been hot as shit since we landed i'm from california so i'm not used to this kind of heat you know what i mean uh i or i just turn the ac on in the room you know hit to the beach or something cool down yes sir yeah <laughs> so it's been a beautiful time we've had a great uh, event today is the last day of the art of war uh, event as a as an entirety uh it started on friday saturday and then today, Sunday, will be the last day that we do that. And I've had a blast. You know, your Sulu Kings have been nothing but welcoming. And uh, I really do appreciate you guys um, being so kind and welcoming to me, you know. Uh, yes, I I try to do my best to contribute to hip-hop and uh, DJ Dips and, uh, and damn it. You know, they saw uh, my potential in me. And, and for, I'll be forever grateful for them to be a, a mighty Zulu King prospect. So to me, that means the world, you know. Uh, and this is something that I really wanted to do was sit down with. The one, the only. Alien Ness, Bronx style, international president, Mighty Zulu Kings. Mighty Zulu Kings. Ghettos worldwide. Yeah. So where where do we get our start? Uh, Zulu Kings started... No, 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 no. Uh, I want to know your start. Oh, me? How um, did it all happen? When did it all happen? Uh, I, I don't know exactly how it happened. I was told, because I didn't witness the whole act. In and out was the movement of the Bozak. Nah, let me stop. Uh, for me, it happened uh, just being around the right place, right time. You know, I come from that generation never before they even called it. Uh, right. didn't have a name for it. Mm-hmm. You just either were down or not down. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Down by law, you wasn't down by law. And 
With me, it, my love was the house party. You know what I'm saying? The music, the dance. Uh, I used to go to a lot of house parties, and I always had to know like the latest dances yeah. and stuff like that. And eventually, like the breaking, you know, meshed in. Of course, being in that type of environment. Right. And I started doing that in about 1982. Mm -hmm. And by like '87, I was through with it and came back in 1998. Yeah. You know, itching to battle. Started battling in like '99 at the age of 33, which was unheard of at that time. But you know, uh, that was unheard of at that time. Uh, anybody winning a battle with footwork and style, no power moves, that was unheard of at that time. But so I just came out really hard to to make a mark, you know. And and once I did that, it was it was about you know I I've done everything I could do as a b boy. Yeah. You know, around 2000, uh, Bambada gave me presidency of Mighty Zulu Kings, right. Zulu Kings at that time, I added the Mighty afterwards, mm -hmm. and basically that's when I said, you know what it is, it's, it's bigger than me, it's bigger than one person, it's bigger than this brother or that sister, right. it's about if we could unite as many like-minded individuals mm -hmm. as possible to stand on one common ground, right. you know what I'm saying, right. and represent what this thing is really all about, you know, that's what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do it on greater level right you know but you got to know your limits you can't do things alone mm -hmm. so that's basically what was the the ground points of how i built mdk i wanted someone like the illest cats representing hip-hop you know what i'm saying doing something yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. a lot of people always ask me how do you get down on mdk or what's the recruitment process and i always say in mdk we don't recruit we recognize but right. you feel me yeah so you either one of us or you're not yeah and, and it's obvious if you're one of us because you got what it takes yeah, you don't. Yeah, you gotta fit. That's before understandable. But before we get into the, the MCK, because I do want to know uh, more about it specifically so the audience gets a good idea. I want to know more about you. So who were you? What kind of child were you before you started breakdancing? Were you always music uh, uh, oriented? I, I, I was, was it? Very, in the beginning, I was very shy. I yeah. wasn't great in sports. I was just fast. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't hit for sports and stuff okay. like that. You yeah. know, um, grew up in a messed up part of town mm -hmm. uh, the the thing is I was an only child yeah you know what I'm saying the thing is my mom was a little bit more different a little bit more gangster than your average mom mm -hmm. where your average mom would see like all the gangsters in the neighborhood and the average mom would tell the kids I don't want you around those people stay away stay away from those people I don't want to see you with them yeah my mom was the one going to the gangsters like, yo, this is my son. Yeah. I see him. Look out for him. I got y'all a little bit of weed. Y'all a little bit of oh, weed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll take care of y'all. Y'all take care of him. And mom's Puerto Rican. My mom's fully Puerto Rican. And your dad? My dad's fully Puerto Rican. Was your dad in the picture as you were No, my, dad, my dad's a career criminal. <laughs> oh, know? he's a, okay. He's a career criminal. Right, you know, right. I got to meet my dad when I was older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 17, 18 years old. Uh-huh. He was a career criminal. Yeah. Ended up and moms had a little wild side to her. Mom, mom just grew up around. You know, my mom comes from a big family: twelve brothers, twelve sisters, or wow. or career criminals. <laughs> you only had maybe four, four, three sisters yeah. that was straight. Yeah. You know, and my mother was one of them. Yeah, I had one uncle that was a cop. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, but you know, he was a decorated cop. Yeah. But CIC agent in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And he was like the truth. He was like the Elliot Ness of Puerto Rico. Huh? He ended up doing time for being a ringleader of oh, something else. No. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, we talk about my grandfather raised 12 kids off moonshine. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? He was a moonshiner, so like the whole gangsterism has always been part of the family. And my mother, my mother was able to acknowledge it and work with it because yeah. she's been around that element so long. So she was able to see these people as as a benefit, yeah. as an asset, yeah. as opposed to a yeah. danger to a child. Right. And coincidentally, in those days, all the stick-up kids, the hard rods, they were graffiti writers, b-boys, rappers, yeah. you know. And this is before they had those titles. Right, before they yes. even had those titles. Right. These guys were all knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. When you hang around knuckleheads, you pick up knucklehead things. And, you know, fortunately for me, one of the things I picked up was the dance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so what was it about it? You think it was, well, because now I look at them and I think, okay well uh, it makes sense physically to look at some of the b-boys it's like okay well um not only not because he can't do the other elements but this is seems to he be uh built for it like mm. uh, um not too heavy framed right mm. strong mental like all that kind of stuff right. and energy for days these yeah. these guys just rolled up from mexico you too yeah. right they were they were break yeah. <laughs> for like from beginning to they got here and then the show was over at three in the in the morning and they were still doing like a little routine it's like so much energy it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> yeah and i and i have a burger and i'm just like i want to like i'm like a grizzly bear yeah, just right, like oh i don't want to move no more yeah but right, so wait, were you i got unplugged here i can't hear myself yeah you were um there we go you were you're going up uh, you were you were coming up right Right. And uh, what kind of dancing was it the first step? Uh, uh, originally, it was like simple dances from the hood, the webo, uh, the Latin style hustles, yeah. the freak, the spank, the patty dude, mm. you know, whatever yeah. was coming out at that time. Yeah. The bus stop, the rooftop, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You just had to be on point. Um, especially when you go into like 79, 80, 81, rap music was coming out every other day. There was a new rap song, you know, and a lot of rap songs introduced hip-hop dance yeah you know like when people talk about hip-hop dance to me it's not hip-hop dance if it's not tailor-made to a specific song or specific style of music you yeah. understand what i'm saying so you know it's like run dmc everybody was rooftop and then rock him came everybody was hitting the wop on yeah. you know what i'm saying to rock him and the yeah. bismarck and almost every song brought out a new dance the Pee Wee Herman the right. Smurf right. you know what I'm saying or a song would bring out a specific style of dance Yeah. so it was just keeping up with that to be down now, I wanted to be like these other guys let me ask you this because uh, being a b-boy is very physically demanding right so you automatically respect I mean even from people that are nowhere affiliated with hip hop they are okay wow that's hard to do mm -hmm. right but how were these dances viewed in like the hood mentality hey. were they welcomed or was it like hey come on bro what are you doing dancing like you know in this the, is hood like the hood it was welcome first time i saw breaking i was not going to try it yeah at all yeah all i saw was people <laughs> on the floor yeah and me and my mom's was real poor i maybe had two pairs of pants yeah you know monday through wednesday yeah. wednesday through saturday sure. you know what i'm saying but my mom caught me like retrayándome por el piso you know yeah. dragging myself on the floor yeah. with my pants with my yeah. clothes on i would have probably got my ass beat right. so the first time i saw breaking i was like oh no my mom yeah bust my ass but you know after a while you start doing your thing you start making your own money buying your own clothes yeah you know what i mean i was only 15 years old but i was getting my own yeah and you know i took more chances yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. and basically what it was when i first started breaking to me was like another party dance it wasn't the passion thing right it was a year later yeah uh, i went to see flash dance and wow. 
Yes, and Flashdance inspired. Coincidentally, <laughs> yes, yes, coincidentally, not so much Flashdance, but Frosty Freeze, rest yeah. in peace. Coincidentally, I was dressed exactly how Frosty Freeze was dressed in the movie when I went to see the movie. Wow. I had my mock neck, I had my belt bottom knees, I had yeah. my pro pants. Yeah. So, I, I used to have an afro in those days, so I'm looking at Frosty Freeze on the screen. First and foremost, he was totally different than the rest of Roxetti yeah, which made him stand out. And that's when I got it. Like, when I first started breaking that first year, I was trying to look like Rip 7. I was trying to look like Bass. Yeah. I, I, I thought that's the way the dance was supposed to look. Yeah. I didn't understand the concept of me putting myself into the dance until I seen Frosty Freeze. Like adding your own personality. Right. You thought it was just right. mimicry. Right, I but. tell everybody I started breaking in 1982. I became a b-boy in 83. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It took me a whole year to finally get it, to understand. to understand. I'm not supposed to do him. I'm not supposed to do him. Yeah. I'm supposed to show everybody what I'm about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Exactly. That, that has always been how I handled myself as a dancer. Mm -hmm. stand you mm -hmm. know, I, 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 I do things that's not average. I don't watch breakers on YouTube you know mm -hmm. what I mean if I'm not judging a battle I'm not gonna watch a battle because yeah. I don't want nobody to influence me outside of what I use for influence but right. you know what yeah. I mean and my influence has always been the hood the ghetto you know what I'm saying yeah you can't define my style. My style is just ghetto. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I'm out there, you know you're fucking the ghetto nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when did uh, when did you start developing your own routines? Was that just... Uh, uh, I, it just it, came it with just, time? It just happened. It just happened because I was never a practice cat. I didn't practice much. Yeah. You know? I I didn't sit around and like practice one move. You know? Yeah. I reacted to rhythm. Even to this mm. day. You know? Even up to like... I, I think the last battle I did was... 2013, we battled at B-Boy City in Austin, Texas. Even up to that moment, it's never practice. It's just whatever's playing, I just react to rhythm. You freestyle your dance moves. Everything. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that can only come with experience, right? Well, like you wouldn't recommend all the B-Boys to kind of just, all right, do. Well, first, the B-Boy, the, the secret to that is just knowledge of self. If yeah. you know yourself, yeah. really. Then it's easier to freestyle to kind of trust yourself. To trust yourself to just go out. Right. You know, it's a language. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? It's very much a language. Right. And people, I think, I think it's like, like a lot of people are like trying to. The way I always say the difference between now and then is that back then we was reenacting. Mm -hmm. Nowadays people are acting. Mm. You understand? Right? Yeah. There was a difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah. I'm out there, I'm reenacting. Yeah. I'm, I'm showing people realness. I'm showing people things that relate to me and my life, my yeah. lifestyle. You know, I'm not doing a move because it's a hobby. Now, now, do you think that's a trend or do you think it's just because there's only so many things that you can actually do mm. with the human body kind of thing? You know what I mean? Like, mm. or no, it's it's more of a like, this. it's just easier to mimic the it's last, the last you know, uh, people that came through. The internet has been the mm. blessing and the curse. Oh, for all hip hop, right? You know, for all hip hop, for all it's hip -hop. Been the blessing and the curse. Absolutely. You know, yeah. as, as far as promotion and yeah. getting your stuff out there, yeah, it's communicating, building, communicating, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, as far as 
what you're feeding yeah. the younger generation. That's yeah. when the curse the access in. the that now gives it to those that don't have hip hop's best interest in mind, right. and they see a way to monetize the internet right. and all that stuff. See right. nowadays, you watch a dancer, and you know who they watch. Yeah, you know who their favorite b boy is. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. You yeah. know who they took the last workshop from. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where back in the days there was no video. Yeah, you were trying to imitate what you saw. In a split second, mm -hmm. in a dark room. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no problem. So it wasn't so much I was doing what you was doing. It was so much me doing what I thought you did. Yeah. And in my mind, I might be doing it right. Right. But it's totally different than what you was doing. Or and, and everybody was different like that. Let that me. If, if if also is it also um, it's not just what you do. It's when you do it and, and how, how you deliver you it, it. Right. And how you deliver. Exactly. There's, there's a. I've always had the utmost respect for the b-boy element. I've always found it to be, to me, just visually very impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, right? And being a little chubby kid, to this day, I'm, I still can't imagine. It didn't, how do you walk away like feeling fine? Like you aren't, you have to be badly bruised and terrible. I'm 48 years old. Yeah. I just got a new hip, and I'm gonna get another hip. In another four weeks. Well, see, that's cheating. You don't have robotic parts to you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to be the $150,000. Yeah. You're actually going to be doing the robot up there. People yeah. are going to have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to be the titanium. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Elianus picks up why, okay, why B-Boy? Why not DJ, MC? I was not? originally a DJ. You I were a I, DJ? I, was, I wanted to be a DJ. DJ originally. what? Uh, I was just Rob. Uh, I got to hear I you. I was always Rob. Okay, know, Rob. I was always Rob. My real name is Robert. Right. And, um... Basically, what happened was, uh, I come. That's another thing that in my generation was different. In my generation, you didn't give yourself a name. You was kind of like son. Somebody gave oh, you a name. Yeah. You know, and I was always Rob until Mr. Ness from the Furious Fives called me Kid Ness one day. Mm. And I don't really know. Basically, what happened was, is I was dancing yeah. at a movie theater. We all hung out. Mm -hmm. And some girls was like, oh, he's so cute, right? But Mr. Ness, he was like a real playboy type. Mm -hmm. He would take any advantage to talk to girls, you know what I mean? Yeah. Any opportunity he could. So when he saw the girls sweating, the little kid dancing, he ran up, put his arm around me and said, yeah, this is my little cousin Kid Ness. You know? yeah. And we've known each other already for about a year already. Yeah. He's never said nothing like that. But yeah. when he did that, at that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be Kid Ness. You were very <laughs> much a DJ still, though. Uh, I, I still had DJ equipment at that time. I had my DJ equipment at the age of 12. Have you abandoned the DJ element? I didn't. I don't abandon it. I love it, but yeah. I don't DJ. I it's don't not something to. that you. Nah, I got. I mean, I got a set of decks on my iPad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every now and then, I'll pretend like I'm gonna practice. Yeah, no doubt. And I just end up saying, "Oh shit, I didn't know I had this song." <laughs> but, but, so what was it that didn't kind of um, stamp you at the element? Was it that just the dancing which is so much better of an outlet I was always a very competitive person yeah. and the war aspect the battle aspect of breaking is what really attracted me to yeah, yeah. I'm, I am a warmonger the direct fit like that, yeah that, that yeah in your face that, that gladiator yeah. physicality that too. whole I'm going to embarrass you at your game mm. in front of all these people yeah that that I don't know. I, I guess I was a warmonger. I could have been like Genghis Khan or somebody right. in another life. Right. I like war. And I was able to do that without 
hurting myself or anybody else to yeah. dance. You yeah. understand what I no mean? That it, I, I can still be a warrior. I can still be a soldier. I think uh, stuff like this, and especially the, the elements that we have, you instead the big difference besides the physical aspect of a fist mm-hmm. fight, right? Like a battle. Mm-hmm. You gain respect. You don't gain fear. Right. So if you're someone that goes around, yeah, you punch, you, yeah. you're feared. But respect, with respect comes love, admiration. Right. And with fear comes more like, I'm going to completely stay away from this person because they're unstable. Right. They're unable to kind of control themselves. Where, where the elements is completely opposite. They have so much control yeah, well, over their I, elements. I, I'm still known to be a little unstable. Oh, are you though? <laughs> okay, hey. Yeah, there's always something going to happen when Ness is in the building. Right, right. That's a beautiful thing. So here you are, right? Um, Do you remember, like, let's say there was... Uh, I well, I guess maybe not a b-boy at the time, but someone that you said, "Oh, uh, kind of look took you under the wing," or, or like. Yeah, um, I've had. That is how AMS became AMS uh-huh. because I had just been terribly, fortunately, lucky to always be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. So it was like I met a guy named Rip Seven. Rip Seven was you know, I got my first steps. Yeah. First concepts came from Fast. Rest in peace. Fantasy Fast is one of the best that I've been in. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Buck 4 from Rocksteady took me on the wing. And yeah. that was, because Buck 4 is also a warmonger. You know, yeah. an incredible general. Yeah, he was an incredible general. The way he commanded in a battle, you know. So that's where I got it from. Buck 4 taught me for a while and then introduced me to Mr. Freeze. And then Mr. Freeze taught me and then introduced me to track two. Yeah. And then when they took me to track two, which is a first generation B-boy, that's where the buck stopped. Mm-hmm. Because even to this day, you know, track two always finds a lesson to teach me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There I, was no there was no one above that. Like that would be the sensei, the master, and you well, you, you took you your know, apprentice after, route. After a while, I mean, of course, I've gained, you know, in, in my second half. Yeah. You know, because I quit breaking in 86, 87. Yeah. Came back in 98. Yeah. Yeah. 98, I had like Pop Master Fable, Mr. Wiggles, Crazy Legs. You know, I So you were constantly had, learning as I you went. Con- I'm learning every day. Nice. I learned this weekend. You yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah. I'm constantly learning. For me to be an educator, I got to keep learning. Yeah. You understand what I mean? It's the only way I can continue to travel the world and educate. And, you know, and I have like, like countries that will just keep bringing me back in mm-hmm. you know what I mean like twice a year stuff like that I always have to have more for them every time I come right so I'm always learning mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah so uh, to this day you're still learning still maintaining are you willing and able to still do it oh yeah you are yeah, yeah I'm okay. just I'm just in between two hips yeah okay <laughs> you know yeah. I'm gonna be down for about a year okay then That'll Back be, at it. That'll be some more history again. I'll right, be, right. By the time these hips are 100%, I'll be 49 years old. Yeah. For me to come back and smoke these Taking out these kids. Yeah. You know, but I, it's not so much. Well, in, in, because I'm a warmonger, it is about taking out these suckers. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But at the same time, it's showing the game what it's missing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, it's just showing the game what it's missing. Let me, uh, if I may, right? So the way, the way that I see things and then the way the progression works with certain... Artists that I've met, it's that they they don't really find a lot of friction on their way, that the, on their path that hip hop has laid out for them. Like you're saying, it was just like they were here, and I was always at the right place at the right time, right? And what I tell people is that um, 
we have very difficult we have a very difficult time letting go of things right we want things to be a certain way mm-hmm. and life will tell you no 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 this is the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. when it starts to get really hard is when you fight life right. in the direction no no I want to go this way and life's like dude it's painted it's here go no 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 I want to walk through the bush he's like I already paved it right and but once you kind of give in to the direction that life has for you mm-hmm. things become very simple and very easy very you, you, to a point not that you don't have to work sacrifices well I mean sacrifices takes takes parts in any mm-hmm. other element yeah. right? but uh, not that you don't have to work hard and you don't have to do that that's there but at least the path is there and it's like dude just walk yeah. it walk it but it's when we try to fight 100%. it and argue it right yeah that's 100 so now that you've uh, you what, what, would you say there was a battle or a moment or a dance where you were established as Elianette in your mind, at least, when you said, "Okay, this is, this is me. This is what I do." I, I don't think it was one specific battle. I think it was like a period of time. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, I would say from like 1999 to 2007. Yeah. You know, I put myself out there everywhere, mm-hmm. invested in myself, gone to all these events all over the world, and just put it on everyone. You know, yeah. on anything I saw on the dance floor in front of me, I smacked them. It was more for me a period of time, not one specific battle. So for this this period of time, you were in the zone. Yeah, you owned it, and yeah. there was like no, there was challenges, but there was no challenge at the, at, the, at that time. There, there was the only challenge, the only real challenge was getting there. <laughs> you know what I'm Finding saying? Finding a way to getting getting to those places. Yeah, but, you know. I, I, I believe I'm I'm good at what I do. You know, I, my track record shows for it. Sometimes right. I don't even have to break. I could just stand by my kings and, and tell them what to do. And I'm gonna bring back that victory. Yeah. You know, because since the beginning of since the whole beginning of this for me, I've always seen it as a chess game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of secrets and, and and strategies in a game of chess that I've used in breaking, for instance. Like yeah. like I put together a squad and. It'll be like a 10-man team, and I'll bring you five of the most famous heavy-hitting B-boys out there and five unknowns, mm-hmm. you know? And I'll keep everybody focused on the front line. Right. And they're not even paying attention to the back line and, and, and what's sneaking up on your kid. And boom. You understand? Before you and know boom, it. Before you know it, checkmate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that's always been part of We call it, as a joke, we call it Operation Checkmate. Yeah. You know, we rely heavily on our prospects and on our students and on our new guys they have the most pressure because they have to do more than what's expected from them yeah. because they're always going to be the ones that slept on mm-hmm. so that's your greatest asset whatever everybody's sleeping on is your greatest asset yeah when, when did uh, okay so now you've established yourself uh, also New York right when do you remember your, the first time you traveled out yeah the first time I traveled out actually uh, I got out of jail in 98 and when I came out of jail I was already told that was what I had to do so I started by who uh, ironically this chick I knew who was a psychic she told me she seen me on stage like holding mics and hundreds of people cheering for me and in those days I used to write little rhymes I thought that I was she was talking about like rapper like yeah. I'm gonna be a famous rapper and she right. was like no you need to go back to breakdancing yeah and I'm like you know coming out of jail I haven't danced since like 86 right 80, you know what I'm yeah. saying I'm like uh, no and then her sister said you know my sister said this is what's gonna happen it's gonna happen find out what you gotta do I asked my friend what should I do and he said 
well, there's a big international event called Pro-Am in Miami yeah. in 1998. It's like, you have to go there and smoke everybody. And Homegirl was like, okay, went in the wallet, put out the card, sponsored She did trip. it. Yep, because she believed in her sister. Yeah. In her sister's vision. And so let me, from there on, it was just so on. So an old gypsy t- told you Basically, <laughs> to yeah. do. So you can literally say, oh, I'm just like the old gypsy said. Yeah. I've always wanted to be able to say that. Anything that happened, like, I found a corner like the old gypsy said. Like, that's <laughs> one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really funny story. Yeah. It's not what I wanted to hear, but that's <laughs> yeah. what I was told. So where do we go? Pro M ninety eight Miami, Florida, and I remember getting in that. It wasn't even the day of the event; it was the night before. It was a crazy cipher, right? Out on the concrete on Miami Beach, right? I just remember getting in there and trying to destroy everything that was in that cipher. And there was some heavy hitters, you know. Maybe people won't know these names, but like K Mel, Quickstep, Rockefeller, this guy named. Speedy from Germany, like there was some heavy hitters in that stage, and I ain't gonna fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went for throats, and people started recognizing. Me. You know, that's, that's not a this generation style. These right. kids old school. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what really did it. Then the following year, I went back to Pro and tried to do it again, yeah. but relaxed more. You know what I mean? Network more, more focused, more focused, experience, right? And then I think in 2001, yeah, in 2001, uh, was the first time they ever did a veterans battle. Okay, the first time they ever did a veterans battle. Yes, yeah. the first time they ever did a veterans battle. I went to Miami to enter and win the veterans battle. Yeah, and at that time I was in rock study. One of my rock study partners showed up, mm-hmm. Lady Jules, mm-hmm. and she said she wanted to enter the Bonnie and Clyde. It yeah. was the second year they ever done a Bonnie and Clyde. And she and I entered that. And in those days, there wasn't a lot of... Cats didn't have a lot of moves. So in those days, to enter two categories at an event was unheard of. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you'll see cats go to an event and enter the top rock battle and the footwork battle and this battle and the crew battle. Now it's the norm. In those days, cats didn't do that. They mm. tried to save what little I could have. Yeah. So that year, uh, Speedy Legs and Zulu Gremlins pointed out to me, was like, no, nobody's ever done that. One, two categories at one event. Right. You know, and I thought that was dope. And I did it again in New York at a, at a jam called B-Boy All-Stars. I went in there, won the solo battle, called my boys, said, yo, there's a crew battle in an hour. They showed up. Right. And, took that too yeah. you know it started becoming a norm yeah. to, to be seen as much as I could right you know what I'm right. saying and during this time what does moms think because you're saying you're your only child right my, yeah well, my, well, well, my well, mom well. has always been my number one supporter yeah you know what I'm saying and when I say that I mean that to the fullest extent you know there was a time where I was gonna give up dancing yeah. because you know I got a baby girl I got a lady I got a house I got bills and my mother's like you know you dance don't worry about this stuff. Yeah. I'll take care of that. She you was helping. You go do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, and now it's like I can send her checks. And, yeah. You know, yeah. let her go. Yeah, mom, my book's in the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This little ghetto nigga. Right. So you wrote a book. Let's yeah. get into that. I want to touch base on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can we find it? What does it entail? What did uh, you have in mind? Basically, you can find it at the Zulu Kings website, yeah. Mighty Zulu Kings with a Z at the end.com mm-hmm. or MZK1973.com or ZuluKings.com. Mm-hmm. We, we got it all covered. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, Beautiful. Zulu Kings occupy all streets. And we'll put a link up on the Wake Flock of Denver yeah, website also. But, 
yeah, you could go through there and get the book. And basically what the, what the book was, when I started judging a lot of contests, I started seeing a lot of the mistakes that b-boys were doing. Right. I got tired of seeing some of the best b-boys, in my opinion, lose. Mm -hmm. Because of technicality or because they wasn't thinking mm -hmm. or because they didn't know better. Right. So I started taking notes mm -hmm. for years. And one time I found myself in Switzerland in an apartment, no transportation, and about two and a half ounces of hashish. Mm. Said, you know what? Maybe mm. it's time for me to grab these notes out <laughs> and write this book. Right. I just wrote so, split after split. And did you do it in tight. mind in, in, with the mentality that this is going to help or just this needs to be said? It, 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 I had all, a little bit of everything. Okay. It was like, boom. This needs to be said. Yeah. Boom. This is going to help a lot of b-boys. Some yeah. of my favorite b-boys is going to read this and yeah. learn and come back better next time. But it's not an autobiography. No, right? no. It's oh. not an autobiography. I wanted, I wanted to fuck my life. You know what I'm saying? It's about the game. You know what right. I'm saying? It's about I, I, you're not giving yourself enough credit, Ness, I feel. Well, I'm writing I'm writing my autobiography oh, good. now. Yeah, so that's However, coming. So. It's not really so much an autobiography. Yeah. It's more like all these different legends that I've come in contact with. It's mm. their story through my eyes because they've all been part of my journey. So your experiences having met people you Yeah, can, so it's yeah. kind of like my story but it's more about all these right. cats that nobody really talked about because right. everybody want to shine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. don't realize if it wasn't for these cats, man, you wouldn't be here. Right. You know, so yeah. I really want to do something for them. So give me the name of the book again. Written in stone. Written in stone. Okay. Yeah. And we can find the Mighty Zulu Kings. No, that book is still being oh, written. Oh, the new? Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's still being Download. chiseled. Right, right, okay. <laughs> it's still being chiseled. Now, let's let's move into uh, Mighty Zulu Kings. Yes. Let's talk about that, okay? Now, um, I'm a layman. I'm, you know, I don't know anything about it. How would Elianus describe the Mighty Zulu Kings? The world's most dangerous crew. Yeah. Fuck NWA. <laughs> MZK is the world's most dangerous group. Right. When it comes to what we do, what we about, how we get down, how we roll, how we treat each other, how mm -hmm. we treat others, how we pass on tradition in both ways. Right. Because we pass on tradition by teaching. Right. We pass on tradition by going in the spot and letting motherfuckers know we number one. Right. You understand what I mean? Yeah. MZK to me is the epitome of what all this is and and not to mention it's the first b-boy crew in existence mm -hmm. in 73 so mzk is part of the dna of this hip-hop shit right you know it's not some crew that just got put together this now, is part of the dna you mentioned you were rock steady yes or do we still have a rock steady affiliation mm -hmm. but you still very much rock steady no no no, no. okay so uh, uh, were you inducted? Did you have to battle? How did that come about? Rocksteady? Because I think it's going to play a very strong role. For Rocksteady crew? Yeah. I, I, I battled to get into Rocksteady. Because that's, that's standard yeah, for Rocksteady. Uh -huh. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and I battled to try to Do you stay. remember what year that was? <laughs> huh? you remember what year that was? Yeah. It was December 11th, were... 1999. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been taught by Rocksteady crew my whole 80s here, but I never got in Rocksteady till 99. Right. And it was a jam called Break Beats in the Bronx, mm -hmm. and they were honoring Frosty Freeze for his birthday, mm -hmm. and they had a two-on-two, -two, and me and my boy went there, we won the battle, and when they announced the winners, they said, don't close the cypher, and they brought out two fresh rock steady cats to battle us in. So you didn't know? They were like, okay, Bo, having been taught by them already, yeah. 
was it something you were like expecting what you bought well, something it's something that 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 I wanted yeah. you know and I bought it up and you know yeah. rock that he took me under their wing it was in it, it was already by that time it was already known you know, rock I'm, I'm eventually be a member. Okay, you, you it was understood. Already, yeah, right. just I just didn't know it was gonna happen that day. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So it went down and you win. Mm-hmm. How long do we maintain a rock steady uh, affiliation? Uh, about a year or two. I, really? I, I hold I hold the record of the guy who's gotten kicked out of rock steady crew the most. How many times have you been kicked out? About three, four times. <laughs> I, hold, I hold the world record. Yeah, you hold the yeah. world record. Yeah. Um, so so now, uh, why are we keep getting kicked out? What's happening here? Uh, I'm a knucklehead sometimes, yeah. and there's I, and I have a problem with rules. Yeah, you know I have a big problem with rules. What what um, to, pertaining to you your morals or is it like a well, what kind of rules are we talking More about? More rules. Uh, it's also really hard for me to be myself uh-huh. and then live the rock steady crew image. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Keep it real with you, my brother. I like to smoke my weed. Yeah. I like to have my drinks. Yeah. I like to act the fool. Right. You know, you yeah. can tell by the way I dress. I yeah. live an outlaw lifestyle. Yeah. It's really hard to be that dude, you know, and then represent the most famous crew in history and 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 what's what I would call the ambassadors of hip hop, mm. rocksteady crew, like ambassadors. Yeah. For this shit. So you pretty you, know you very much give them that credit. Oh, of course, of okay. course. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna diss rocksteady. I got my beefs and my problems with them, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say they're not shit. You right. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. One of the greatest crews that ever existed. Right. You know, they carried this culture on their back. Mm-hmm. You for know, a very long time. For a very long time. Right. I, you wouldn't be interviewing me right now if it wasn't for Rocksteady. No, I, I'm, I, I've sat down with Rocker. Right. Who is very much what yep. And he just talks yep. about it the same. He, you know, broke it down and yeah, he gives yeah. him all the credit. are the ambassadors of this shit. They, yeah. they, they single-handedly, you know, carried this culture on their back. Yeah. And, and helped bring it to where we are right now. Okay. So, three, four times getting kicked out yeah did we have to battle every time we get back in no 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 so eventually no, we're like alright no. you, you were like mostly suspended yeah I was no, suspended no, there's always problems you got benched there's always problems yeah you know what <laughs> I mean so uh, when did that end that ended in 2000 uh, I was on tour with Bambada as a roadie right and I remember Bam's exact words were you know you gotta stop being treated like a yo-yo mm. those were his exact words you know, they kick you out, they pull you back when they need you, when there's a show, blah, 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 and they kick you out. He told me, you need to start your own shit. He's like, I think you'd be a great leader. Mm-hmm. I was like, bam, after Rock Steady Crew, you can't but, start nothing right. and get that big. Yeah. You know, for me, I thought it ends at Rock Steady. Right. If, if my career with Rock Steady ends, my career ends. Right. Because to me, Rock Steady is the pinnacle, that's the top. Yeah. You know, but Bambada said, well, you know what? If it's about the name, it's like, I'll give you Zulu Kings. That's an important name. Right. You know, and at first I didn't think it was worthy. And Bam said, just do what I do. That's what Bam told me. Do what I did. Mm-hmm. Make Zulu Kings all over the world like I did Zulu Nation. Mm-hmm. He said, no matter where I am on tour, I should be able to call you and say, I need a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I've done. Zulu Kings yes. was born that day. No, Zulu Kings was born in 1973. Okay, okay, but he was handed it to you. Yes. Okay. Uh, I am the last member of the 
third generation of Zulu kings. Got it. Everything under me yeah. is the fourth generation. Mm. But the fourth generation is here to stay. Yeah. You know, we, we're taking over. We're roaches. Nuclear explosion couldn't get rid of us. <laughs> yeah, you so, know, so, so, you know, I give props to a lot of crews for their contributions, you know, in hip-hop. That's where it stops. Yeah. Zulu Kings is number one. Everybody else is so what. MZK is now what. Yeah. Beautiful thing. So he he gives. He says you can now head your own chapter. Mm-hmm. Right. So what did that? You said at first you were kind of weary about it. Yeah. Right. But when did it kind of dawn on you? Like this is the way. About twenty four hours later. Like when you're like, oh shit. At Africa Bambala just told like, me that. After twenty four <laughs> hours, I already knew in my mind. Yeah. What I expected. But. And I, I knew it was going to be good. Right. And here I am now. Like, I only know one chapter leader on this whole planet mm-hmm. who has held down a chapter as long as I have. Okay. You know, he's yeah. actually held down his chapter longer. But a lot of people mess up. It's not easy. It's a lot of responsibility to run a Zulu Nation chapter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was given this in 2000, it's 2015. I got 15 years as a chapter leader. Right. This other brother I'm talking about, honorable mention, my brother Phil from Belgium. He's been holding down his chapter 20 plus years. Wow. Yes. Yes. You know, it's it's really hard. So I take pride in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm in the top two guys that's held the chapter down. What do you long. think is the difference between you uh, and what I mean you, not you specifically, but someone that's held it down for that long and someone who can't? What are they doing wrong? What they're doing wrong is they're trying to live to everybody else's expectations. Right. MZK sticks to our mission statement. Mm-hmm. We have a real simple mission statement. Mm-hmm. It has not changed okay. since 24 hours. Give, give it to me. I, I got to hear it. Our mission statement is to uphold and maintain the true essence of Bambada's original vision. Mm-hmm. That is our mission goal. Bambada had an ill vision in 1973 when he started Zulu Kings and Zulu Nation. Yeah. We uphold the maintain that. Zulu, Zulu Nation chapters have manifested in different ways and they all have different priorities and different things. MZK is trying to bring that same vibe from 1973, the original vibe. You know, more mm-hmm. and less. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not out here to talk about politics. I'm not out here to talk about New World Order. I'm not out here to talk about healthy eating Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm here to talk about hip hop Mm. I'm here about preserving it and preserving it is battle as much as you can get your name up represent this culture right and and, and pass it on so what it sounds like to me is that you are very much in charge of the chapter right and it it comes down to uh, living that quota that you just said yes but in hip hop focus so you're not what I mean is you're not like getting involved in the lives outside of hip hop of of the MCK right Right, because we all have separate lives right I can't expect my brother Lucky 7 to live my lifestyle because Lucky 7 is Lucky 7 right but in his element yes he's living the same lifestyle I am in my element you know what I'm saying he's an MC well he's a b-boy too he's an ill MC yeah you understand what I'm saying everybody has their own priorities as a crew we support each other and make mm-hmm. sure everybody's priority is priority. Right. You know, we're family yes. first. Yes. MZK's a family first. You know, it's not like some people think that they could just send me an email and say, I want to represent MZK. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, I get Do you remember your first like prospect? Like, who did you first 
after at the Bambada told you this, who was uh, the next? Yeah, it was a guy named Cream. Cream. Yeah, a little. Okay, I wanted to take under my wing. He's no longer with us, but yeah. he, he's still family. We still show him love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. There's quotas in MZK. Okay. Especially if you're a b-boy. So this is this is how I want to break it down because I want to understand. I came to the event, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the one thing that I turned to Dips and I told him, where are the MCs in MCK, right? He named one, right? And me as an MC, I'm like, I'm looking for someone to like shoot the, the breeze. We're like, hey, let's look. Everyone's still like we, this. We amazing. actually have several. We have Lucky Seven. Uh -huh. We have Jules, we yeah. have Q Rock, we have Chino D. Yeah, let, let me let me say I, this I, I, I don't consider myself an MC, but I've got six songs on three different albums with Africa Bambada. Yeah. You know you what I bars. mean? On, I got a song on Tommy Boy Records. <laughs> okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's yeah. like major label. But are they MCs who are also B-boys or are they B-boys that are also MCs? Uh it, it depends. They uh, would who? have to answer that right. question. They would have to answer they that. would have to answer that question themselves. But what I'm saying is I was there, mm -hmm. I didn't see one cipher breakout. Usually to the events that I go to, there's at least four or five cyphers that I can on. walk to and kind of yeah. just. But there, there wasn't one. And 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 what I'm, correct me gotta, if I'm wrong. I gotta I gotta do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and um, maybe explain it another way that I'm not looking at it. But the way I saw it was, well, for starters, you gotta realize you haven't even seen a tenth. That's true. That's Right. You have one guy from Australia, yeah. one guy from Taiwan, yeah. what, you know, two guys from Mexico, yeah, yeah. a couple of guys from Canada. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Do you know the number? Uh, those who say don't know, yeah. and those who know don't say. Okay. But is that but our, but our yeah. patch right. has 10 states, 15 uh -huh. countries. Wow. And you lead the chapter. I, I am the international president. Wow. I have an international vice president yeah. and a national president. Sure. Omar is the national president. Yeah. Taekwondo is my international vice president. Right. Them two really, Taekwondo the most, but between them two, they have always been to me the backbone of this crew. Right. To the point where I was just the poster boy after a while. They did all the behind the scenes real work I was just the poster boy I was like Ronald McDonald yeah. you know what I'm saying and I still joke around and they I were cooking the burgers I yeah I always <laughs> tell these guys you know and I've said that before you yeah. know it's like you see Ronald McDonald in every commercial but right. you never see him flipping your burgers Damn right. you understand what yeah. I'm saying it'd be so, weird right so after a while they really held down the crew right And they let me go out and do what I had to do, yeah. you know, as an artist. Yeah. But they've held it down, and, and we've got a lot of brothers, you know, Damn It runs the graffiti writers. Right. You know, we got who? Damn It. I don't know who that is. Oh, that guy is... It does not sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, most haters say that. <laughs> no, um, dude, I, I, like I told Damn It, uh, I would never be able to thank you for the possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of, of prospect yeah right? y'all you can get down you just gotta be outside my apartment yeah. every day at 6am wash my motorcycle oh shit make sure the <laughs> <laughs> nah let me stop yeah no uh, I told I would never be able to thank you in uh, uh, for the experience so I live my life through by experiences that's how I base you know, it I gotta through thank the memories you. that I, I gotta build. thank them because it's it's like I said it was just a vision and then It was the formula, and then they everybody made it happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nobody fronts in this posse. They mm. ain't no superstars in the UK. Yeah. Everybody's equal. Everybody's got a vote. Everybody's got a say-so. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we have 
leaders of sections because it's just sometimes neater to have somebody be able to organize little packages here right. and there. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But on a whole, every person, you know, contributes to the whole. Yeah. You know, and, and so, that's what's so beautiful about this crew. They're all accountable to you. No, 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 no. I am like the government. I will deny their existence. <laughs> <laughs> or I will be proud papa. Depends what the charges are. Right. Well, well okay. Well, what I wanted to see was the kind of like the hierarchy. The hierarchy? It, 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 it's like a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. You can't break a triangle. You Triangle is the strongest geometrical shape. Yeah. So no matter how you try to cut a triangle, it's still going to be strong and it's still going to be a triangle. There's still so, a base. So a... the hierarchy can constantly be changing. Right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? It just depends how you're holding that geometrical shape. Does Bombada have any, I don't want to say say, that might be wrong, but like, do you still, like, do you have to be like, hey, this is what we got going every uh, so often? I still like, have to report to like the World Council of Zulu Nation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let them know what we're doing and let them know that we're on some still on some positive shit and making noise and you know it's but with us it's blatant yeah we don't really have to tell nobody but you know what i mean it's really hard to get on the internet and not get slapped in the face with mzk yeah so you know it's just when something needs to be said i get reached out to yeah I, you know i've been reached out to yeah we gotta fix some shit and i'm like okay, yes, okay. Yes, you're not you doing know. enough of this or right. i think this would be right. better right. kind of thing right. and then you take into consideration you kind of shoot it down see if it fits your chapter in particular right right, right. If it fits it fits at the end of the day i'm responsible for a whole bunch of cats you know what I'm and, saying? They, and they, they don't all, know them like they you all know love, them they right, right? And they your love and trust me right so because of that i have to do what's right for them right you know what i'm yeah. saying so i've I've bumped heads with my elders in sure. the nation, yeah. you know, and we have had to, we've had some heated debates and, you know, but we always meet on common ground because at the end of the day, we we are representatives of them. Yes. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So we always try to find the common ground and we fix things. I don't deal with problems. I deal with solutions. Mm. You know, problems is just too, take up too much time. Right. You know, let's just, what's the solution? Right. You know what I'm What's saying? the circumstances? Now here's the solution. Yes, that. basically. Let's make it work. Exactly. I like it. Make it happen. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. So the, the, the ones that I have made have been nothing, like I said, but welcoming and, and very respectful and mm-hmm. say uh, nothing, have the highest to say about you. Right? Yeah. Whether that be true or not, right? You're well, giving me this look like, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? I just go all out for my crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, it's not just some cats that, you know, I'll take them because they dope. This mm-hmm. is my family. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I say you just can't get into MZK. Right. I, I could say for every single one of my brothers out and sisters, I'll take a bullet and I'll give a bullet. Mm. I can't say that, but like, you know what I'm saying? That's why it takes so long to get an MZK. Right. Because you got a lot of people to answer to. Right. right. One person says no. Yeah. The it's, other whatever yeah. votes don't count no more. Is that so? Oh, yeah. Because we can't have no inter-family bullshit. Right. You know, if it don't fit, you know, we got to wait for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. That's basically the way. Until it fits or it won't. Yeah, and then, and then, and then you move on. Exactly. Okay. So, um, wearing, uh, I see the b boys kind of gain uh, their patches in in, in, in sections, mm-hmm. right? It's someone that I'm sitting back, I'm observing everything, mm-hmm. and I see them fully formed in the back or kings. 
that. Or did you know? Right? Yes. So can you explain that? Well, well. Uh, and is it only I, four I people, or does everyone have to well, earn? Well, you know, everybody's got to earn patches individually. Individually. Okay. With the b boys, it's a little harder. Yeah. I will admit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I live an outdoor lifestyle, and Zulu kings, Zulu nation, all this comes out of the outdoor lifestyle. Like I said, we keep tradition. So yes, my. My crew, we rock three-piece patch. Yeah. You know, some people might think it's outlaw. Some people might think it's dumb or whatever, but this is us. This is what we do. Right. You know, and it ain't just something we threw on our back. I got my patch, like I said, 10 states, 15 different countries. I've got to go to all these places and, and, and stand in front of a lot of bad boys in the outlaw and the motorcycle world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to explain who we are and what we do and, and earn the right. You know, you think it's hard for a b-boy to earn the right to earn a patch. Imagine what I have to do to go to different countries and earn, and, and earn the right for our patch to even live. To be able to be rock. To be able to breathe. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I've risked life and limb for this crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. So you're not an official member, right? Until you have all three patches? Okay. Once you get that bottom, you're, you're, you're pretty you're much pretty much down. And then, and then there's a there's a. And then, I'm saying is I want people to understand, and the reason mm-hmm. that I want you to break it down is mm-hmm. that the thought that goes behind it, mm-hmm. right? What it means, the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So when I when I put the show together, wake the flock up. Yeah. It was with those intentions to show them, to demonstrate that hip hop has more to offer than what they want us to portray yeah. us as. These ignorant mm-hmm. and all this stuff that the media is just lives off. Of. Right. That they are these backbones, they are these crews and these MCs and DJs and people that live a lifestyle very, very strict, very, very professional. Some of the some of the people didn't want to eat the bread that came with the Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like they were yeah. like. They're, they have, they're living a certain way uh-huh. In a very responsible Very admirable way mm-hmm. And th- th- this process that you have of You earn one patch mm-hmm. And you earn the other It builds character in them It, build, it builds character and, and then it's worth something Yeah You know And now we have One common thing That ties us together Yeah You know Because Because this brother is a rapper. This brother is a graffiti writer. But that patch, the watcher, is what keeps us all together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We call our center patch the watcher for many reasons. The watcher. Yeah, that's the watcher. Go. So, uh, can you give me one reason? Find we're everywhere. Figure it out. We're everywhere. Yeah. You know, we're everywhere. We see what everyone's doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where did that originate? Uh, that originated. The actual watcher. The actual watch, it comes from the Zulu Aid and Social Club yeah. in New Orleans. Yes. Then there was a deal cut with Bambada around 1975, mm-hmm. and they were giving Bambada the Zulu beads, you know, and when we, when I designed the patch, you know, originally it was, the center patch was a spade. Right. With a crown on it yeah. to symbolize the transition from Black Spades, the street gang, to Zulu Kings, the b-boy crew. Right. And Bam didn't, Bam didn't think it was wise for us to bring back that spade. You know, he wanted something. He said there was a lot of violence behind that image, that spade. Right. And he's like, you know what? You should just use the face. You know. And we took the face and you know made it our own. Mm-hmm. You know, brought it back and and. and there was another patch made a while ago that inspired ours. Right. You know, there was another patch made like in 2000 or 2001 by some other person. Mm-hmm. And it inspired ours heavily, yeah. you know. And the artist who did um, um, 
dynamic uh, Dynasty Rockers patch yeah. kind of also influenced how uh, I looked and wanted my patch to look. Right. You know, yeah. and, and then I did little bit of, you know, those two influences. Yeah. You know, and the watcher was born. Love it. Love it. Let's get into a couple of segments so people can really get to know you mm-hmm. on a more personal basis, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, usually I sit with MCs, right? So mm-hmm. for you, I need your top five influences mm. of all time. Um, me, I've, as a B-boy, yeah. I've never... I, it's funny you mention MCs. As a B-boy, I've never looked at B-boys as influences. Okay. I looked at rappers as influences. I try to be what a rapper was on the dance floor. Right. You understand what I mean? So, to me, Alien Ness was always what I called, in the beginning, in the 80s, was the fact and fire style. Mm-hmm. And I used to say, I bring the Melly Mel fact with the Cool J fire. Mm. You understand yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and then, that. now, it, when I came back in 98 and stuff, it was still the fact and fire style. Yeah. It was that, that KRS fact with the Tupac fire. Ah. So, right there, you have four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Melly Mel. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and 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 LL Cool J, they was very influential in my time, at least to me. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, KRS One, um, Grandmaster Cass, you know what I'm saying? And then later on you have all, all the revolutionary artists, you know what I'm saying? Public Enemy, even NWA. You know, I'm a huge NWA fan. I like that Cali G Funk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the South Bronx, but I love that Cali G Funk. I couldn't even say top five influences. In rap, you know, too many. Mm-hmm. Dance, it, it would be Buck Four, Mr. Freeze, Track Two. Um, that's it. <laughs> and, 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 and everybody who wears my patch. Uh, okay, they influence you. Yeah. To be better. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, my goal is to beat Zulu King. Now, we talked about, <laughs> we talked about hit whoever may get hit. Right. Yeah. And straight I, bullets. And I and I ask this of everyone, not just you. So I need your bottom five. Bottom five and what? Bottom five. Whatever that means to you. Your bottom five of bottom all time. Five. Who you just think you don't get it? You don't understand it? You don't understand? You know? You don't see it happening? Like why? I don't understand like none of them southern niggas and niggas like Drake and yeah. You know, like, fuck is them niggas? I don't even get it. I don't even listen to them. Yeah. They like, niggas like that made me stop listening to the radio. So Drake? We'll go Drake. We'll Drake. name Drake one. I don't know. Sometimes he has his moments, yeah. you know, that I that I say, yo, this is hot. But, you know, um, somebody bars little, out. Little Wayne stuff. gets yeah. on my nerves. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. then he has his moments. Like, yeah. there was a time when, like, the Carter 3 album to me was like, oh. Yeah. You know, production-wise. Yeah. Basically, what it is to me is production. Mm. I like production. I okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Delivery. Like, the delivery. way it's, it's, yeah. it's the, composed. The entire package. Right. You know what I mean? B-Boys? Everybody. Okay. <laughs> Fuck everybody. All y'all niggas suck. Yeah. If you ain't MZK, you ain't nobody. That's what's up. So everyone except MZK is Everybody's your except MZK. That's what's up. <laughs> Truth is true. I need a minute of venting. A minute of venting. Oh my like, god! Like the plane sucked, or it's fucking hot out here. The hotel does that, and the other. You know, I I I I, I vent so yeah. much in my private world. Yeah. About personal things that when it's hip hop, there's really nothing to vent about. Okay. I mean, it's it's been great, and when I got niggas like MZK, there's, yeah. there's nothing to be angry. No, about. he. I just no, sit no, back no. and ah, nah. 
You good with the heat? I look at that and I'm like, yeah, the heat's all right, man. I'm 48 years oh, old. Oh, don't the, bother you. Now. The heat is good. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you're my age, you're gonna love the heat. Oh, am I? <laughs> okay, because in the cold, let me know it's about to rain. Uh, kind of thing. Like my knees are hurting. It's gonna rain tonight. Oh, that's the way it was with my hips, you know. Yeah. But now I'm getting new hips. You yeah. Know? Titanium men in the yeah. house. What, what 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 was was there like? It was just were they just wore down? Yeah, just years of abuse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Living a certain lifestyle, that dance lifestyle, and abusing it. No practicing, no training. Right. I don't stretch. I don't yeah. do nothing. It's just too boring, mm. you know? So yeah. I've never been into that. So you just go straight to it? I've always just reacted to rhythm. I like it. Like it. Now, let me ask you something. This is uh, that I'm personally wondering, right? Yes. We don't have any children. I have children. You have children. I have thousands. Oh, you children. have thousands of children. Biologically? Yes, biologically. Uh, three, Not that you know of. Three girls. Oh, you have three girls. girls. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three what, girls. what do they think about uh, Daddy being a Um They don't really care. They don't really care. It's just, yeah, like one of my daughters is in a movie with me and she said the same thing in a movie, in a documentary, in All Out War. You know, she said the same thing. Like, everybody makes a big deal about my dad in school and... <laughs> He's just my dad. He's just a dad. Yeah, you know, he's like, just my dad. I'm yeah. not, you know, when I'm with them, I'm not nothing. I'm just proud. Do you That's give it. them patches and patterns too for being good? Like, nah. <laughs> nah, my, kids, are your good. Yeah, my good. kids is good. They're kids. good. So, They're good kids. Okay. What is, oh, okay, so let's say someone brings you a prospect, right? right? What, what control does LNS have of that? If any, or um. I have no control of that at all. You know, like at the end, I could I could give my opinion on something, but at the end, you know, it's it, it's a cool thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so they cool all thing. say yes, but maybe Elian Ness isn't feeling. I want to meet him. You want to you want to meet him? I want to meet him. Break down, him. see what they got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the and then the okay is given or it's not. Well, it, well because I you said one vote can throw everything off, right? Yeah, but I don't think I met somebody that I really wanted to, you know, nobody. Be, I, and even when I say no, like I'll give an example. One of my dopest members, Snap. Yeah. Four years in a row. Every year, everybody was like, yo, Mass, what's up with Snap? I was like, nope, nope, he's not ready. Nope, nope. Okay. But in 2013, I looked at the group of prospects I had. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now Snap fits. Okay. He fits with this young generation that's coming up now the next generation of mzk that's right. coming up now so he finally made it it was like yo let's put snap down everybody was like yay you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it wasn't no it was just i didn't think he was ready what, what's to keep them from being discouraged then is it just that they the no is not a firm no it's a no now mm, keep trying i don't even say that i just say mm, no not ready no i don't even say not ready i'd be like no Mm. Nah, he's cool, but nah. Yeah, you know. And yeah. we never really discussed that in front of it. Okay. You know. Also, they don't. They just get the word like, "Hey, right now it's not good though." Like, yeah, like, yeah. They, uh, and, and these are the people that. Or they probably get told, "Yeah, man, I said no." <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I don't know what they tell. <laughs> like this, me. If it was up to me, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it was up to me. Uh, no. To, so that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, I can't wait. Um, to see where this path leads us man it's, it's gonna be a beautiful journey I, I think so too yeah i think so too now uh i got one last segment yes sir this is the signature of the show yes okay yes. it's a way to really get to know elias yes. okay we're gonna do some yeah i know you i know you you got a cane on you and yeah. everything but he's kind of scrappy you said right 
Nah, I said I'm a warmonger. Oh, I'm a strategic a monster. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a strategist. <laughs> We're going to do something I like to call 12 rounds. Right. And the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions. Right. Each more difficult than the last. All right. If you answer all 12 questions honestly, all right. you're the champion and you walk away with the belt. Okay. Or the medallion. The undisputed. The undisputed medallion. I'll let you know right now. Give me the belt. I'm the oh. realest nigga in the game. So you gonna win it? You already know? Yeah. Okay. So here. Just be careful what you ask me. Oh, well, that, well, well now. Because the truth might hurt. <laughs> How do I look in this shirt? Let's go. Looks dope. Okay. Boom. You hear your medallion. You walk away with it. No. <laughs> Are you willing to play 12 rounds, Elianess? Yes, sir. Round number one. What is your favorite part about your craft? Winning. I like that. Winning. I like that. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft? Losing. Makes sense. It's logical. (laughs) (laughs) Round number three. If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? And collaborate in whatever sense that would mean to Elias. I would like to collaborate with... Mm. Pac mm. I would like to bring a, a a complete MZK show to a Pac show I think Pac would have been a real dope MZK member you think so yeah no so would you have reached out you think yeah would you have made it happen I would have tried you would have at least tried yeah. <laughs> uh, Pac was one in a million mm-hmm. he definitely had this character of of strength Mm-hmm. And, and, and nobility at the same mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a mentality that was way above his age. Mm-hmm. Like for he was twenty four. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. He to, fits for what he he would be an ideal. Mm-hmm. He would have been an ideal member. I'm with that. Round number four. What are you most proud of? I would say my book. I would say my book after my crew. You know, on an individual level, yeah. my book. Your book. First and foremost, my crew. Your, your book that you have out now. Yeah. Not it, the one that's coming. No, the, my book. It was okay. the first real, real B-boy book. Yeah. You know, the first book written by a B-boy for B-boys about the most important element of B-boying, right. which is the battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just the first of its kind. It's like the subway art of breaking. Mm, you know what I'm I saying? I like that. So, and then just recently it was put in the bookstores at University of Wisconsin. Yeah. So now, like, now I got my book in colleges and yeah. they're making it mandatory for one of the classes there to, to buy that book. Uh, I do. I'm taking a course now and mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to tell anyone because he's not supposed to give you the curriculum mm-hmm. from Acrobatic. Right. So Acrobatic teaches a course right. in the University of Boston. Dope. And I met him, I interviewed him and I let him know what I had in mind and what mm-hmm. I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And he sends me like, here's the curriculum. Like, right. And I, I would love to see that added to it. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring it up. You yeah. know, say, hey, you know what you need to do, dog? You need to make sure this happens. Nah, bad, <laughs> that would yeah. be super dope. There's books on like uh, Jay-Z and all this stuff just yeah. because of what he's accomplished and stuff, but mm-hmm. they need some realism in yeah. it. I'm with that. Yeah. Round number five. <clears throat> what are you least proud of? <sighs> least proud of. What are you least proud of? Mm, that's tough. That's tough because there's some stuff that I shouldn't be proud of, but I'm proud of because it helped make me. Okay. You know what I mean? Time I spent in jail, mm. you know, uh, uh, attempted murder charges, shit like that. I, I could say, you know, um, 
I'm least proud of that. But all those experiences help, you know, mold me and who I am and everything. I believe everything happens for a reason. So if there was such thing as regret in an alienness, probably that would be it. You know what I mean? The prisoner? Yeah, just being in jail and doing some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But at the same time, since I don't have regrets, it's not nothing I'm proud of. No, I'm not proud of it. But it's been grateful for it, it, I'm grateful for it because there's been many situations when I've been able to use that as a vehicle to communicate with somebody that normally don't want to hear it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been able to save some lives. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I'm not proud of it, but I'm grateful for it. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Round number six. What is your biggest fear for round number six? My biggest fear, I don't no longer have it anymore. My biggest fear was dying alone and motherfuckers forgetting about me. Mm -hmm. But that's not going to happen. Wow. That's, I've never, I've never, that's never gonna happen. I've never thought about that. That is actually true. You are someone who would never be forgotten. Yeah. That used to be my fear. That is like, craziness. To bust my ass and give it all, you know, like physically and mentally and yeah. spiritually to this culture. And then yeah. when I'm gone, I'm gone. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No one will know. No yeah. one will remember. Exactly. You'll be a little British. But now you're mm-hmm. guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guaranteed. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That used to be my. It's gotta feeling. be an amazing yeah. feeling. Yeah, I'm. I'm fear, and I got fear of heights. I don't ride roller coasters. <laughs> oh, you don't like don't, roller coasters? Oh hell no! Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Uh, Ari the rugged man doesn't like riding in cars. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! Like he told me like, cars. I hate cars. I don't like cars. <laughs> I'm like, you don't like. He's like, I don't like being in a thing that moves. Like, he doesn't feel that, you know? Wow. So, heights are not that bad because you're not that tall. So, yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. And you're lower to the floor most yeah, of the time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with that. Exactly. Round number seven. Who would you take a bullet for? Mighty Zulu Kings. Mighty Zulu Queens. Anyone. Take a bullet, give a bullet. Mm. And I'd probably be do the later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Preferably. I'd probably, yeah, yeah I'd prefer preferably. to give it. <laughs> okay, no problem. But if I have well, to take it, I'll take it. It actually moves into our next question, round number eight. Yeah. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm now. I'm not saying Elian there shoot someone. That's not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying there's a bullet shooting through the sky. Um, um, He's just not going to sweat it, dude. There's assholes out there that, that deserve anything that comes to them. Yeah. I don't wish them bad. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, it's inevitable. It's, yeah. it's going to happen because karma's a motherfucker. Right. And there are times where... You know, you just got to let karma do what it's got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, sometimes you are an agent for karma. Mm. Sometimes it may look like you're doing something negative, but you're actually an agent for karma. Yeah. You know, because you don't know if that thing you do will stop that person from ever fucking up again. Do you think then that then karma rewards you or then... See what I'm saying? That's the complicated See, that complicated thing. I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah. That well, have know. you noticed? Okay, have you been? Karma don't probably give a fuck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You could be the agent of karma, and then karma hits you for that. Yeah. It's like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, you chose it. <laughs> you believe in karma? Yeah. You're okay. Are we? Are we any religion in particular? Uh, I don't even like using the word religion. Okay. I don't like using the word religion. We have beliefs. Yeah, I have beliefs. Yeah. Religion is... It's uh, going to play a part down the line. So yeah, I just wanted to see like, kind of where you were at. Like in the Bible, when they asked the, the possessed person who he was, he yeah. said his name was Legion. Yeah. Because they are many. 
Mm. So we are many. Religion is like going back to that. Oh, you know what I mean? Like okay. I don't even use that word. No, you know I'm with I'm that. Saying? I never thought about that. Round number what were you? eight? Round number nine. <clears throat> Who would you never work with? Ever, ever, ever work with? In whatever capacity, alienist. Anybody I don't like. I don't care how good the money is. If I don't like you, I don't want to work with you. That's how come I don't do the Hollywood shuffle. Mm, there's, a lot, not what, there's a lot of niggas in Hollywood I don't like and I wouldn't work with. You know what I mean? But yeah. when you go to do the audition, yeah. it's like, okay, we'll take you, we'll take you, we'll take you. And some niggas are so hard up. Yeah. You know, they working with somebody they were talking shit about last week. That's yeah. why the Hollywood scene is so plastic and so fake to me. That's... I couldn't do Hollywood. I went out there six months and I was like, nah, I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, it's not for me. Nah, I'd rather, I'd rather create work and generate work where I could be with people I love. I, I want, I'm gonna make work for MZK. I'm not gonna go around straggling for work for me and have to work with strangers or cats that I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I respect that. Uh, last three. Mm-hmm. You're doing pretty good, mm-hmm. but I think I got you. I think I got you on these ones. Round 10. <clears throat> do you believe in God? I believe in something. It's just not like everybody believes. Like, I don't believe in this old man in a flowy beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but but there's something. There is something spiritual that guides us and creates us. And that's where karma comes from and mm. things of that nature. I believe in the universe. You, you know so you, you believe in a... Not, believe, not like a Christian said God, but more of, is it, is it, is it, okay now, is it, is it a being that we pray to and like, or is it just energy and flow? It's an, and it's an energy. Everything it's is love. energy. Everything is energy. I like that. Everything is energy. So why would that be an exception? Right? Hmm? Yeah. Why would that be an exception? I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Round 11, last two. Elianess. <clears throat> what is your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity. 11. What are you uh, most insecure about? I, I used to be insecure about my teeth because I had fucked up teeth. And uh-huh. then like some dude smashed them out and whatnot in Arizona. Sucked so punch me. Yeah. And then, but my people's out there caught him. And he ended up paying for this beautiful smile. So I'm no longer insecure about my smile. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Getting punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Was well, a good thing for Elliot. Yeah. Dude, I don't, you, you got a lot of number ones, bro. Like I don't know anyone that could say. <laughs> luckily, I got punched in the luckily, face. Luckily, I got punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's about it. I used to be really insecure uh-huh. about my teeth, but I was never that nigga that wanted to go out and get my teeth fixed. You this have money for something else or whatever. Yeah, kind of I thing. used to like be really shy and talk low. And, you, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Mad ghetto. You know, and yeah. I never used to smile and shit yeah. like that. And, and now you're on the front of your cover like, like, hey, <laughs> with, the little, with the little shine and shit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yes, it's sir. been an honor meeting you the few times that I have. But yeah. I, I, I love this conversation that we had. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me out. Thank Man. you for allowing me to sit with you for a little bit. No, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, my lady keep looking at me like, we got to go. Yeah, yeah. We got a two-hour ride. Yep, and this is the last question. Yes, last sir. round. Last round, and this sucker right here is mine. That's right, baby. And I come back to challenge whoever else wins. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I know this is going to be your most proud medallion you yes, got to yes, rock. Yes, yes, uh, No, check it out. It's kind of cool, right? It is. Yeah, it's so, the truth. Is that what it is? Wake the flock up. That's right. Elianis. Yes, sir. Round 12. Mm-hmm. Why? If not now, when? If not me, who? That's why. <laughs>
I like it. It's not now when if not me who. It yeah. just had to be. I had to be alienness. I had to be. I had to be different. I had to be not human. You know what yeah. I mean? In order to express myself, I had to be an alien in order to properly express myself. Mm. Because I look at y'all Earthlings, and I don't want to be nothing like y'all. Yeah, <laughs> we're uneducated, undisciplined. Yeah, uneducated, undisciplined. We still I'm have focused. to. I still have to communicate like verbally with y'all. Yeah, because you know y'all don't got the lepidity Tele- yet and shit. Yeah, like you that. and cannabis. Yeah, are the only two cats. Yeah, who and, and my cat. You know, I, I talk. <laughs> I have conversations with my cat. You have a cat. You're we just a cat stare at, We just stare at each other. My girl's like, "What you doing?" I'm like, "Shh, I'm talking." <laughs> Excuse me. We have a Excuse conversation me. here. It's deep. Kitty, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Cash the Cat. You are the champion of the yes, tour. Yes. Undisputed. Like Undisputed. I said, I will come back to your show yeah. and go truth for truth. Okay. Well, we, we got some we got some 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 really dope names coming up. I Maybe you, you want to take a look at Do you have anything you want to say? Yes. Yes. Hip hop, you either down for the cause or be cause. Figure it out and get it right. MightyZuluKings.com. Beautiful thing. Alines, thank you again for having us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime, you're more than welcome back to the show. Yes, sir. Whenever you like. I usually tell this, but hey, if you want to co-host, you see somebody dope that we have, we announced a guest about a week before. Yes. Uh, you know, Master Ace coming down again. I mean, like... Master Ace yeah. is my dude. We actually lived together in College Point, Queens. Master Ace was the first name we crossed off of our wish list. Yo, that I want to show you. Mario. Yo, Master Ace will still jump out of his dope car with ill rims and catch a tag and a piece of the throw. Let, like, let me tell you this. Yo, that dude's mad real about it. Master Ace, right? I'm thinking, oh, it's Master Ace, right? Can, what do you want? You want some pizza? You want some whatever? He was kind of, he goes, no, no, no. Give me some hummus. Give me some carrots, some celeries. Do you have turkey wraps? Low carb. Like the man was that. So here is our Wake the Flock of wow, wish list. Wow, that is crazy. Every name that we have crossed off, they have crossed it off themselves. That is right? dope. And we've been able to cross off 13 names. Wow, that's my number right there. That's so this my lucky number. That's if you cool. see anybody in here that you're like, you know what? I would forever appreciate it. But this is what Man, we do. Man, I would... Yo, you got like some of my favorite rappers up here, but you haven't done Rock Him yet. No. I mean, DMX. No, haven't done DMX. You gotta get D. It's the realest cat out. I would love to. He is the realest. I, I, I like, would he's love. So inspirational. So, uh, so it, it doesn't. It, does, it doesn't go down by like by like Our, numbers. Order, yeah. But uh, uh, the first three. I mean, the, those are the ones that came to mind because mm-hmm. I've, I'm like you see the ones with the stars mm-hmm. right next to them. Those are the ones that build me mm-hmm. as a hip hop head, as an MC. Right. That I would be forever honored to right. sit with them. You know. Right. And we've been lucky to cross off other names that don't have that little right. thing. You know. Uh, so. Uh, this is this is the goal. This mm-hmm. is the wake the flock of goal yeah. to reach every single one of these artists. Get the MX. <laughs> if you got a way to make that happen, I'll be more than happy. I will try. I'll do whatever I have to do, <laughs> even if I gotta go to fucking Arizona and tie him up, put him on the back of my Harley, hey, yo, make him ride, hey, yo, hey, yo. make him ride. Bitch. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Was this chubby Mexican kid? I don't know. I don't know. That was my man. Hey, yo, DMX is too real. I love him. He's he's inspirational because. He's another brother that just has no regret and he's not scared to put out his heart and, and his truth, you right. know, yeah. and, and his life. You know, he puts it out there like like there are celebrities that do interviews yeah. and their PR people give you a list of shit you can't talk about and shit you're supposed to talk about right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yo, DMX did Dr. Phil yeah. and didn't send no waiver. 
He said, I am 100% open. I am 100% yeah. honest. Whatever you ask, yeah. I will answer. So he would be perfect for Wake the Flock Up. Exactly. He's just love the it. truth. I, just, I love DMX. I love it. Power That's to what's him. up. Okay. And, I'll focus on that. And I send him, you know, him mad energy. I'm going to put a little E on top of it. So that yes. like that's that's from... But you're my brother. I have to go. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and we'll talk soon. I'm going to come down to your show. I'm going to come to Cali. We're going to make this happen. Come to Cali. Again. We'll make it happen. I'm a co-host. So for <laughs> Mighty Zulu Kings, for real hip-hop everywhere, for Elianess, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. Yes, we will wake the flock up. Peace. Peace. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Everybody wake the fuck up. From the city to the burbs, every street, every curve. You can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Everybody